This episode of I Ride a Bike is supported in part by Allspeed, the official bike shop of the podcast. With convenient locations in Portland, Bethel, and Carabasset Valley, Maine, Allspeed is the local shop for everything bike. For more information and to check out their latest hot deals, please visit allspeed.com. Hi, I'm Seth Ballier, the host of I Ride a Bike, where each episode we follow one basic premise, to never grow old, one ride at a time, and the stories that follow. Take me back to the times when we would grab our bikes and ride the days into the night. Though our eyes would soon be open for the moment we were golden. Welcome to another episode of I Ride a Bike the Podcast. I'm uh, in Scarborough, Maine today, back at the home studio, and I'm psyched to be sitting here with Travis Dustin. Uh, he reached out to me uh, through uh, Instagram a while back. Uh, I guess you'd purchase some t-shirts and stuff like that. And yes. being a, f- a fan of the podcast, I was pretty psyched to uh, to connect with you. But then you you have some stories and bike-related stories. But uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's <laughs> excited to be here. Right on, yeah. So um, you're an all-around uh, outdoor adventurer, biking being part of it. But yes. uh, you have a lot of background in other things, skiing, touring, biking. Yeah, rock climbing, some kayaking, hiking, backpacking, fishing, skateboarding. Right on. Basically, All if it's it. outside and, and if and it's outside, fun. I want to do it. Right on. Yeah, that's good. Maine is a is a is a wonderful spot to be to for pretty much any type of outdoor activity. So it is, and I'm up in uh, Rumford, Mexico area, so we have all the mountains in Bethel area right there. So you can't go wrong. It's just a playground. Yeah, it is for sure. And and every year it gets better and better, right? Oh, I mean, it's, it's unreal. It's getting so much better every year. Inland woods and trails, just building so many trails everywhere in the area. And right in our hometown, we got seven miles of new trails, and it's super fun. Just get out of work and just go do some loops and get home and still have time to cook dinner and yeah. do the errands and it's great the days are getting a little shorter now but uh, we got headlamps for that so yes right? yes <laughs> so um let's start off with the basic question for you um why do you ride a bike well that's uh there's a lot to that answer but to keep it a little easier it's it's just fun like, as long as you need <laughs> it's just super fun it keeps me moving and i'm getting close to 40 years old now so like i need to keep moving so i can't just jump off the couch and go on a big adventure so just the exercise wise and mental mental clarity and just getting out there with my kids and watching them learn and grow and everything about it you just you can't go wrong when you're on a bike it's it's just a blast. Yeah, I t- absolutely agree. I mean, it's a pretty common thing. It's just the, I mean, it's a funny that I asked this question to pretty much everybody and, and there's, there's so much shared answers out there, but uh, that's what I try to get at. I try to poke at the fact that it is just, it's good for you in all the ways that you, you would hope and expect it to be, right? Yeah. You have a good day, you get out on your bike and it's a great day. You have a bad day, you get out on your bike and it's a great day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's awesome, man. So did you grow up in the Rumford area then? I grew up in southern New Hampshire, okay. little farm town, and went from there and moved up to Maine about five, six years ago now. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah. But, yeah. So your your early early years, you, you were in New Hampshire, the southern New Hampshire then? Yeah, southern New Hampshire is a 
great place to grow up, little farm town, well-to-do town, lots of conservation area, so outdoor life. Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah great. So um, remembering back to those early years, um, you've, you've been riding bikes as far as long as you can remember pretty much? Yeah, I mean, my one of my earliest memories on a bike was probably like three years old. I remember cruising around inside the houses, an open house, parents having like a little party music going. I was just running circles around in the house while they're on having bike? a good time. Yeah, on my bike, and it just went on from there. Yeah. Do you remember getting your first bike as a kid, or what was the? I guess I what was the first bike you remember really getting as a kid? So I wish I could remember the brand on this bike. It was it's such a ridiculous bike, but my first bike. It's 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 a crazy story too. My stepfather brought me out, and he brought me to this store, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I need to buy a bike for this this young boy I know," and blah blah blah. Like, help me pick it out. And I'm like, "Well, this is this is like I'm probably like five or six years old," and I'm like, "Why do why am I picking out a bike for some other kid? I want a bike. Like, <laughs> this this is crazy." So like, I found this bike, and I'm like, "This is the coolest bike ever." I had this shifter like right in the middle, like so. They must have gotten like rid the of a stingray them. type of bike. Or yeah, like, like that, a right? little more advanced than that. Yeah. But yeah, shifter in the middle. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Is I must have hurt myself on that thing so many times. It was. It was not exactly the best place for something to be sticking. No, up it's, in your it's kid, amazing. But... I have kids today. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's right. put it that yeah. way. <laughs> but yeah, I, that was the coolest thing ever. I thought that was the best bike. And I, when we got back, he's like, "Well, this is your bike now." And I'm like, "Oh, that makes so much sense now. Like, that's cool." But wait, so you went into the store with him? You basically picked it out. He did he buy it right then and load it up and then bring yeah, it home? Yeah, he bought it there. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go give this to the boy now." And blah blah blah. And then we got home. He's like, "Here's your new bike." And I'm like, "Oh, this is so." great <laughs> do you remember like bumming on the way home like just oh, super I was, jealous i and... just thought it was so rid- i'm like why why would you do this to me <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like a little bit of uh almost like a setup of like, a little bit of cruelty to start it off right and totally flip the script on you and, yeah and it, that was awesome and then probably your excitement uh more than doubled once you realize it, it oh was it must so, have yeah definitely doubled and, was, off, and off you went <laughs> off i went it was probably no looking back from there do you remember learning to ride a I mean, so you, before that bike you were five you said did you you, did you remember learning to ride a bike before that, or was it? Uh, I was don't that the bike really. You kind of I rem- like I said, on? I remember cruising around in the house, and that was probably on training wheels. But I don't remember like getting the training wheels off or anything. I just remember that next bike, and then cruising out in the power lines behind the house and on the starting on those that, uh, whatever brand that was. Yeah, whatever that bike. shifter in the middle. Yeah. Middle, middle bike was yeah so that so that i mean just shifter obviously had gears then yeah i um, think it was a five speed that's pretty cool though right I oh mean, it was like, so cool like, you know, how much faster you can get going once you're oh, like reach great. you know reach that reach that next gear or whatever oh it's cool because yeah. i don't think any of my friends had gears at that time they all had the single speed bikes and sure yeah, yeah. it's like yeah look at this i can shift gears i'm a racer <laughs> and it probably had handbrakes and all the all the things it probably did yeah. I, I don't remember exactly but I was actually looking online trying to find it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, what brand was this? What bike was this? But couldn't find it anywhere. What color was it? I believe it was like a silver gray. Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, I've, I've actually done like a little research. Like a few of our guests have had a similar experience. Like there's this first bike, and they had some details that I couldn't remember what it was, and I, I get obsessed about details sometimes. So I've <laughs> actually found a couple of their bikes. And oh, really? Sent pictures like, was this it? They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I haven't seen that bike since 1978 or whatever it was. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, do, oh, I'll cool. do a little do a little digging around and send you some photos if I can find something right, that sounds awesome. familiar. I'd love so. to see it again. Did it have like banana seat and big uh hanger bars no it wasn't anything like that it was so it was probably like 1988 yeah um 
almost like a BMX style, but not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was a weird bike. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It, it got me hooked. I'm going to find it and then send, send you a picture <laughs> of it at least. So. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It would be fun to, uh, you know, this podcast uh, takes off and I make it big someday and, and go back and sort of find all these bikes and then get a collection of them and go riding with all the people I've talked to and interviewed. Yeah. Wouldn't right? that be funny? And, and that'd be awesome. <laughs> I can dream. Right. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you had that bike and you're well, five, six years old, Southern New Hampshire. And yeah. uh, you, you take off on adventures. You start talking about like power line rides and things like that. Yeah. I ride the power lines. Um, did you have a group of friends you'd ride with at that time? It was just like, you know, a couple of neighborhood kids, but yeah. shortly after that 96 or so, I saved up and bought a Trek, Trek 9,000. And that was a front, a hardtail bike. And that's, yeah. that's where it really took off from there. That's where we started doing adventures and getting into that good late 90s mountain biking trouble yeah right on so that bike the trek did you buy that for yourself yeah i bought that for myself that was your first bike you bought for yourself yeah young young teenager saved up picking berries at the farm making money that way and cutting lawns and doing all that fun stuff and saved up and bought that bike and it was, it was a dream come true. Did you have your eye on that specific bike when you started saving for it? Or was it basically you got to a point with your savings account and you were like, what bike can I buy with this much money? Yeah, it was more I just saved up a bunch of money. And then I was like, I think I think this will be enough. And had my parents drive me down to the bike shop and was like, all right, let's see what we can do. And I knew I wanted some suspension because that was, you know, the big thing back oh, man, then. Oh, for sure, yeah. Need to have front suspension on it. And <laughs> yeah, right. So that was, that was a big deal. And, you know, throw the add-ons, the bar ends and the uh-huh. toe the toe clip cages oh, things totally, that yeah. was the style then yeah so i had to have all that stuff but yeah then then we started doing some real adventures with all the school kids and biking cross towns and other towns and yeah oh yeah so much fun from there on out yeah those bar ends it's funny because i still have my original like or i got it back my original 1992 khs my first ever mountain bike i bought for myself and it has those bar ends and i swear when i ride around the yard here it's like i I love having that hand <laughs> position for like, you know, just to crank around on it. But you oh, know. it's super easy to pull a wheelie with them. Right, right. Totally. You just skewer yourself, you know, a few more times, you know, you'll take them right off. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so you're, um, so this is like your, your late teens and stuff like that. You're, yeah. Early, early teens. Yeah. Um, probably like 13, I'd say is bought that bike, the, the 13, track. 14, the track. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you're pretty, pretty young then to be getting into, I mean, I guess the, the age, our age difference would make that would make sense. I mean, I was, when I got my first mountain bike, I was, you know, late teens, like in college kind of thing, but yeah. uh, it's about the same time frame. We were just off yeah. by those many eight years or whatever it was. So, yep. you know, <laughs> that's funny. So, um, did you get into any shenanigans on bikes or you go off on any like memorable adventures? I mean, those days it was kind of the town we lived in. It was really spaced out farm town. So we'd all ride up to the center of town, meet in the center and kind of choose our adventure for the day from there. And so some days we'd go to the other side of town, go that way. Some days we'd go this way. But the town we grew up in had tons of conservation land, tons of multi-use trails. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we're always going through there. And there's this one trail called the Whitting Trail. And that was our favorite trail to ride. It was it was like by today's standard, it'd be like a gravity trail. It was all downhill. It wasn't built like a hiking trail. Right. It was super switchbacky down this knoll, had all these jumps and stuff. It was technically you weren't supposed to ride bikes on it, but it was the best trail in town. So we always snuck over there and rode bikes and had a great time, you know, jumping, hooping and hollering the whole way. Yeah. And then the best part of it is you ended on the side of town and you rode about a half mile 
and then you're at this awesome uh, rope swing right on the river. Oh, yeah, right on. So we'd ride bikes, get all super hot and sweaty, and then hit the rope swing and hang out there and then go to someone's house and cook lunch or, you know, whatever. Whatever kids did at those days. Yeah, right. I mean, that's, that's like a magical summer moment right there. I mean, just the idea of getting up, meeting, you what, call them up on the rotary phone or whatever. You're, yeah, or, right. You know, <laughs> the pay phone in maybe, town. Exactly, and meet up and head off. Ride until you're uh, jumping in the river. Oh man, that sounds amazing. And it's funny, you don't know, like think about it now. I'll do like a big ride, and I'll be like, oh, 10 miles. That was that was crazy. Like, and like thinking back now, we probably rode like 30 miles a day as kids, and didn't even think about it. It's like, <laughs> do we have a water bottle? No. All right, like whatever. We're just gonna go. Like, it, that's actually funny. I didn't. Really th- I mean, I, I've thought about the miles thing before because I used to ride my like little single speed BMX bike. We lived the closest town that had a, even a store or anything was like five or six miles away. So we'd ride five or six miles each way. We'd ride bikes in between, whatever. So I've thought about the distance thing before and just how many miles we must have ridden. But I've never thought about the water bottle thing. I don't remember actually ever. We didn't have water bottle cages on my BMX bike, you know. And no, like and we didn't have backpacks. We weren't yeah. stocked out. We didn't have tools to change like a tube or anything. I must have been a super anything. thirsty like, kid. I don't remember though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though. Yeah, that's the, the nowadays I I'm like I need to have water. I don't care where I'm going. It's like I got to have some water with me. So. Oh yeah, like two water bottles, an extra one in the car, and right. you know it's hydration high, pack. Yeah, and exactly. Filters you load and, up, and you have a bag of tools, an extra yeah. tube, and everything you're all set up now these but you know it's like i think back on that it's the the simplicity of it is still just such so dreamy to me though right like just getting on a bike riding don't think about any of the gear jumping in a river coming home having lunch like how nice is that you can't beat it it's it's the best yeah that's cool and no cell phones to distract you then and you weren't getting calls hey where are you at it's just you go here you meet up with your friends and maybe you don't maybe you meet up with this friend maybe no you stopping. Never know. Yeah, no stopping to take photos. No, no stopping to check your Strava. Or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just you just ride, yeah. just cruising. Yeah, that's cool. So then, from the uh, the the trek in your teen years, um, how did you progress from there? Um, it was kind of just riding from there, and just I I rode that bike until two years ago, really. Oh, really? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it it served me well. I took a break for probably ten years or so, but yeah, yeah. would get on it here and there, and. Then a couple of years ago, I, well, about five years ago, I got really into biking again and finally bought a full suspension bike two years, well, this year. Then I got hooked up by some of my friends. They hooked me up with letting me borrow one of their extra bikes because they're awesome bikers and awesome friends. So they're like, here, I can't let you ride that hardtail anymore from 1990. <laughs> right, with your 26 Borrow this one for now. Like, so that's awesome. Huge shout out to my How friends. was that the transition for you? Were you like your mind blown? Like, oh my God. Like, mind blown. Yeah. No looking back from there. I'm like, this is it. I'm, I'm in this full commitment, saving up. I'm buying a new bike. Yeah. It's I've, again, I, I like simplicity in my life and I've always been resistant to having too much technology in my gear. When I surf, I like to surf a longboard with no leash. I like to ride, you know, I used to ride only single speed, hardtail bikes, things like that. But I did uh, a couple of years ago, finally get a, uh, a full suspension. And I just, I just, I guess maybe it's my age too, you know, I'm 48 and uh, the idea of going back to full hardtail all the time, is just a little too brutal for some of the days. So, yeah, it's, you know. it's a rough ride. <laughs> yeah. It's still fun, but it is. It's a different kind of suspension, fun. suspension, it's just, it's so, it's so smooth. It's, it is, yeah. It's so playful and yeah. you can just do so much. Yeah. So you, so you didn't take a break then, like a lot of people when they get their driver's license or something like that, they basically stop riding bikes. Did you take a break when you were like in your teens or... 
No, not. I actually, I didn't get my driver's license till I was 18. So I kind of still rode a bike oh, a yeah. lot of times for transportation yep. and that type of things. But rode it there on out after high school. I kept riding for a while, went out west and brought my bike and used that for transportation out there and bike adventures out there. And cool. did that until my early 20s and then kind of took a little break as starting to try and get into the adult life thing but right right adulting the whole adulting yeah. thing right yeah it's overrated <laughs> yeah right so back up a little bit but when you were uh, a kid you know the teenage years and stuff did you go any fam like did you ride bikes with your family at all or no it was like more just me and my friends yeah, yeah just my family didn't do that type of outdoor things they were more into structured sports okay yeah. and i was like i want to skateboard and mountain bike like right so there was that disconnect there but i was always out like they supported it. They just more didn't free, understand it. Yeah, right. You're more, you're more into the free flow, just uh, go with it kind of uh, activities and adventures. Yeah, they yeah. definitely sparked the interest. They got me into skiing and whatnot, and that sparked the whole outdoor yeah. interest. But they weren't bikers. Yeah, right on. Well, it's all fair. You know, it's like they at least they uh, you got you got bikes out there and you get to ride. So it's pretty awesome. But on that note, my sisters are both a little older than me, my brother-in-law, he actually started taking me out and showing me different trails around. So I got to give a big thanks to him. He, he was probably my first introduction to like real mountain biking trails. Was this still back in your late teens then? Yeah. Or yeah. Before, early, yeah. mid late teens. So he'd take me and be like, Oh, let's go to this, this trail. And you know, there weren't mountain bike trails like there are today. Right. Sure. But he brought me to this one place. It was like old motocross trails. Yep. So I had all these berms and whoops and jumps and stuff. And I'm like, this is so cool. And like, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Right on. It showed me the little tricks of mountain biking and do this, don't do that. Position yourself this way. And that's pretty key to have, you know, it's like most of my learning has always, is it just been like intuitive learning, I guess, just on my own. I've never really had anybody, but of course now with the advent of like YouTube tutorials and everything the past few years, you know, I'll, I'll occasionally watch some stuff and um, got into a few of those, you know, how to, how to be a better, better cornering or better at jumping or whatever it is, you know, just to have a little something in my mind as I'm approaching whatever oh, yeah. the obstacle or feature is. So. YouTube is a great help on a lot of those things. There's also some really bad help on there too, but contradictory help, you know, yeah, find, find some good people that you respect and it can be a lot of good help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of my favorites that I found and actually ended up interviewing him for the podcast was, uh, Alex Boguski. He's, he had this YouTube channel he did for a year and a half or whatever. And it's basically, it spoke to me because it was, uh, it's called the joy of bike. I'm actually wearing the t-shirt right now, nice. ironically. Um, but, uh, it, the, the joy of bike, which number one, I love the title. And then the second part was literally the one I clicked on first was how to, tr how to learn to wheelie when you're in your forties. Oh, and yeah. so I was like, well, this is speaking right to me. <laughs> you know, so. yeah, I I've watched a bunch of those videos. They do a bunch of them, how to do this in your forties. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and they're so, and again, it's just a chill approach to it and super, and it's helpful and whatever. So, but yeah, I love, uh, I love, I guess it's nice to be able to have those types of uh, resources. So it is, it is. It's yeah. a good thing to have these days. Yeah. Yeah. So after uh, the New Hampshire time, you started uh, mentioning you, uh, you moved out West. Yeah. I did a trip out West. Um, or you just uh, took a trip or you moved out. Kind of both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a lot of things usually go. Yeah. It was, it was supposed trip to be just a move. trip. My yeah. buddy was going out West to college in Arizona and he's like, Hey, you want to come out West with me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go for a trip, help you move, and I'll just Greyhound back. And he's like, yeah, he's one of my bike buddies. So we're like, hey, we'll throw the bikes on the truck. We'll see what happens. We Neither of us had been out west before, really. And cool. 
We're like, yeah, let's just let's go on an early adventure. Early 20s, you said? You're in your early 20s. Yeah, just uh, out of high school. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So went out there and got out to Arizona and stayed. Really? Yeah, <laughs> right on. With no no plan to do that, but then it just did. Yeah, just... no plan. We just I got into town and it was super bike friendly. I could bike everywhere and, you know, do our things. And I was like, you know, this is pretty rad. I'm going to hang out here for a while. And that's what we did. Did a lot of adventures out there, bike trips, biking in Sedona before the trails are built up like they are today. And yeah. Yeah. It's fun to, to think back that have been on sort of the, you know, the leading edge or being there as it was before it happened or as it was happening kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You I'd like to go back, back and... now and see what it looks like. So I heard there's awesome bike trails now and yeah. they, they were fun then, but I'm sure it's so much better now. Right. Right. It must've been exciting too. It's one of those things I never really did out of high school was to like move to a different state or anything like that. I basically just stayed in New England the whole time. But yeah, I could see how going from, uh, you know, green New England to all of a sudden you're in the desert of, uh, you know, near Sedona or whatever. That sounds pretty exciting for sure. Yeah, it was just such a drastic change. It's yeah. like, all right. And I love everything outdoors. So I'm like, cool, let's let's explore. Let's exp- I've never experienced the desert. Let's Let's check it out. Let's see what it's about. Do you remember what time of the year it was that you did it? Oh, uh, we got there. It was early, late summer, early fall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't brutal hot. That's what I was going to get at was like, so you got to be there then you were there for the winter and you're like, oh, this is really like, it's not yeah, like, too what's, cold. And what's it's, everyone it's nice. talking about? This is great. Like, <laughs> Do you remember like the first time it was 180 degrees and you know, you're trying to ride bikes or. Oh yeah. My, well, I remember cause I was just picking up like side jobs, like day jobs here and there. And I remember digging ditches one day in the middle of the desert in Arizona and it was like 110 <laughs> and I'm like. First off, I'm like, why am I digging an irrigation ditch in the desert? Like, this makes no sense yeah, to me. Yeah, pretty counterintuitive. But yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this heat is brutal. Like, this I've never experienced this before. It's unreal. And then that changed when we went to California. We did some rock climbing in Joshua Tree, and that was a just different experience level of heat. It's yeah, right. Can't even explain it. We hit this band of black rock climbing. Oh. And we were climbing midday and it Your just like melted our skin. And <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah. okay, we're going to come back at nighttime and do this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Learning learning how to deal with the heat out there was a, a challenge for a New England kid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. it's for. I mean, I, I guess I'm probably the same as anybody, but uh, you all of a sudden throw me into you know, Puerto Rico or Florida or anywhere. It's just you know sort of tr- more tropical and humid in the middle of the summer and I swear I'm going to die. You know, right. it, it, my acclimation period is definitely, you know, several days, if not weeks to, yeah, to get right. used to something like that. And you're so. just sitting, sitting still dripping sweat and <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, what's wrong with you? You're like, how do you deal with this? Yeah. I mean, I can, I sweat in the winter, so it's like, you can just imagine. So, <laughs> so obviously, you know, as we started in the, uh, the beginning here, you're an outdoor adventurer, you do all sorts of stuff and you were just uh, talking about, um, riding or, uh, climbing and Joshua tree. Um, did you get into any other, uh, fun, uh, exciting or harrowing adventures, riding bikes or climbing or any of these adventures out there? Uh, yeah, we did all sorts of fun things out there. We took this trip, um, while we were in Arizona, we went out to a Canyon called black Canyon and we we're just going to do a little hike through the Canyon and some rock climbing in between. And we got out and we saw this one band of cliff. We're like, Oh, let's go climb that. It was just getting, you, and, you and a buddy or yeah, me and two of my good friends that yep. were out there. And so we're like, oh, let's go climb this. It was like mid-afternoon, and we're New England kids. We don't understand how stuff works out there. We're just in the desert doing our thing. Did you have water? <laughs> we, we probably did, but probably not as much as we should have. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, we weren't out through this canyon. We knew it was going to be a two-day trek, and 
we didn't bring a tent or sleeping bags or anything. We're just like, oh, we'll sleep on the ground. And that's just how we rolled back then. Like, but we were climbing up and we did our climbs, had my friend actually got hit in the head with a rock. So he had a pretty big gash on his head with a rock. And that's one thing, but we're hiking out and it's getting like sunset time and we, we don't understand, but I guess the rattlesnakes like to come out around sunset to get on the rocks and kind of bask a little bit. So we're hiking down. There's no trail because we're just on, we just found a random cliff. We're like, oh, let's go climb the cliff. So there's no trail out there. We're bushwhacking through this desert shrub on our hands and knees. And all of a sudden, rattlesnake right there. (laughs) We're like, whoa, wild. Like, and we're like, all right, cool. We're a safe distance away. Rattled. We're like, all right, that's pretty cool. Was this the first rattlesnake you'd ever seen? Yeah. First one I'd ever seen out there. And we're like, cool. Like checking it out from a distance. Like, all right, that's, that's cool. So we keep hiking. And another one, like right there after, like, whoa, crazy. <laughs> and then it just kept happening, like every 15 feet. And like we were jumping rock to rock. And there were, it was like Indiana Jones. I was just going to say, there were snakes like literally just gonna say. popping up through yeah. the rocks and like snapping at us and rattling and hissing. And we're like, we're never making it out of here. Like one of us is getting bit. We're a day away hike, either direction we go to get back to the road. Like, Oh, we're yeah. done. This is not, this is not going to work out, but Legit, the fear started creeping in. Yeah. Yeah. So like we made it through that terror and then, and then it was nighttime and we didn't bring tents or sleeping bags and we're like, great. Now we have to sleep on the ground and there's <laughs> rattlesnakes everywhere and tarantulas and yeah, it was, it was wild. <laughs> yeah. It was, I would imagine. I mean, like you, I can't imagine you even would have slept that much that night. I mean, yeah, you know. I don't think we probably did. Like we were all super huddled together. Just like who's on the outside. I'd rather be on the middle because <laughs> there's one body in between us and a snake. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That, that can be, I mean, I could, the first time I, I remember seeing a rattlesnake was I was out in Southern California mountain biking and I come around the corner and there's, it's just laying there across the trail. And oh. I was far enough away that I saw it. And I was able to stop and be like, wow, holy smokes. And it was pretty big i mean it was maybe an eight foot long yeah that's huge was, I'm, was... I'm terrified of snakes too so <laughs> oh, yeah i mean i'm not that scared of them unless you know unless i'm within proximity where they can you know potentially get me you know kind of thing but yeah. um but yeah it was a, it was a it was a scary thing i can't imagine then having to sleep on the ground knowing that and i only saw the one so you know seeing several of them and sleeping on yeah the i ground. couldn't even tell you how like in my head it seems like a hundred there's probably like 10, 12, but still that's yeah, more but that than means I there's probably a hundred that you don't see. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> you know, so well, I'm glad you made it out of that alive. I'm assuming you didn't uh make the mistake of hiking in without uh at least a tent from then on. I think we probably did, but <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> there actually another time in Joshua Tree, we were climbing out there and hanging out and we went out for the day and when we came back, the neighbors camping next to us, they're like, Oh, hey, by the way, there was a rattlesnake that went underneath your tent. And we're like, wait, what? Uh-huh. Like, is it still there? Like, no, don't worry. We actually got rid of it for you and blah, blah, blah. We're like, yeah, I don't want to sleep anywhere out here. <laughs> yeah. This is terrifying. It, it is pretty, we are pretty lucky in New England that there's not a whole lot of things necessarily that are, that are, could kill us, you know? So. Yeah, no, I don't worry about it out here. Yeah. Like I'd sleep on the ground out here anywhere. Yeah, right. If it's summertime, not in the winter, but. Yeah, right, right. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Um, well, let's uh, let's take a quick uh, break here. I'm gonna refill my coffee, and then uh, we'll come back. And I wanna. I know we have a fun story about your time in Colorado. So um, we'll be Excellent. we'll be right back after these messages.
There's a legend about the race between Medicine Mike and the guy who rode the Baja bike. That's Baja by Murray. That thumb shift in 10 speed with pro style cantilever brakes, all terrain tires, and the grit to get you from timber to town. They raced from the hills to the center of town, and when Medicine Mike finally settled down, he said, Don't think I was racing, son. I just wanted to see that Baja run. If a legend's what you're looking for, Murray gives you more, more, more. Finally, the days of having dirt back under the tires is upon us. Well, maybe some mud and a few sketchy potholes, but it's spring, and I for one am stoked. And to get you ready for another great season, all you have to do is stop by Allspeed's amazing new flagship store, conveniently located right off the Portland Trail System at 936 Brighton Avenue. In addition to a full range of bikes and accessories for riders of all levels, the super-friendly staff at Allspeed is ready to help with everything from your basic spring tune-up to a full custom build. And be sure to keep an eye out for a season of fun events, parties, and shenanigans. With convenient locations in Portland, Carabasset Valley, and Bethel, Maine, Allspeed is the local shop for everything bike. For more information and to check out their latest hot deals, please visit allspeed.com. Allspeed, the official bike shop of the podcast. And welcome back. I'm sitting here with Travis Dustin, and uh, we left off. He had just escaped um, narrowly with his life from a canyon of canyon of rattlesnakes while out climbing. But uh, we're going to get back to some bike stories here. And you started talking about um, a time when you were in Colorado with a, a harrowing adventure up there. So let's hear a little bit about that one. <laughs> yeah. So on that trip out west, me and my friend, we you know had to drive through Colorado to get to Arizona. So we're like, well, we had no schedule. So we're like, all right, let's take our time. We did some four-wheeling through the mountains and almost rolled the truck through one mountain pass. And that's a whole other story. But <laughs> when we finally got to the other side of the mountains, the truck needed some work after after that adventure. Sure. So we rolled into town, found a local mechanic, and he's like, you know, this is going to be a good day's of work. So what are you guys doing? And we're like, nothing. We're driving through town. We got no plans. Like what do you got for us? He's like, well, I see you got some mountain bikes in the back. There's a great trail up, up the ridge up there. So if you want, I'll give you guys a ride up there and oh, nice. you can bike yeah. down and come back into town and you'll probably only have a couple hours to kill. So we're like, yeah, perfect. Sounds great. Give us a ride. <laughs> yeah, like, nice guy. Yeah. And you know, same thing. We're not prepared. No water bottles, no anything. Just cool. Drive us up this mountain. And <laughs> right. We're in Colorado. It's drop you know, us in the middle of nowhere. Elevation. We have, there's, there's no cell phones. We don't have a trail map. There's no Strava. There's no trail forks. Like <laughs> we don't know where we're going. We're just this random guy said, Hey, there's a bike trail. So <laughs> had you even occurred to you, it just, you touched on the elevation part of it. Did it occur to you at all that the elevation would be, it would kind of kick your butt a little bit? No, no like, not even in, in thought. I personally haven't dealt with elevation issues that much. I'm pretty decent on elevation, cool. yeah. but yeah, it didn't even cross our minds. It's just one of those things. We were, we were 18, like right, right. indestructible. Yeah. It didn't yeah, matter. Like, yeah, just, right. just go, go hard. <laughs> All right, cool. So our, this guy uh, throws your, your bikes in the back of his truck or whatever. And yeah, drives us up the mountain and drops us off and says, All right, there you go. Have fun. Just, and that's it. Like, did you, I'm assuming he pointed you in a direction at least? Not really. He's here. You go. Have fun. Like trail's going to come into town and you'll, you'll figure it out. Like, so cool. We're like, all right, we jump on our bikes and super awesome trail. Like 
grab all gravity or at the top of this mountain riding this ridge super skinny narrow track soft red dirt like stuff we're not used to at all you know and cactuses flying by us and almost flew off the ridge at one point and fell down this huge mountainside gravelly thing and like, whoa that's crazy got a got a uh, cactus thorn in my tire and that actually stayed there for a few years because I was too scared to pull it out. I'm like, it's going to ruin the tire if I pull it out. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't the plug change there, my right? mind. Yeah, I was like, it's a plug. Like, whatever. Yeah, right, right. But so we're cruising that for a while, having a blast, just whipping down the trail, cruising the ridge line, and the trail comes down and winds down and ends up on this fence. And just 90, 90 degrees, T intersection, trail goes right into the fence, and we stop, and we're like, well, okay like i guess the trail goes through the fence but there's not a cutout in the fence there's no anything it's just the trail looks like it goes straight through the fence and but the trail was on the other side of the fence too yeah like it, it, yeah. it kept rolling like it's just it's like the fence was put up after the trail okay, you got was you. Oh, yeah, yeah, made yeah, yeah. so yeah. it just kept going we're looking <laughs> around we're like well we don't scratcher. really want to go through this person's property but that's where the trail goes and we don't know what else to do so what was your other option? Would to turn around? Turn around or bushwhack? Yeah, right. Just who knows how many miles along, along the fence? The fence. Yeah. Like, who knows? Right. And we could see down in the valley. We're like, well, there's a road down there. We just need to go a couple more miles. And okay, yeah. We'll, we'll hit, hit a road and that'll bring us somewhere, I guess. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if we turn left, it'll bring us kind of towards where we came from, is our thinking, I thought. So we duck under the fence and we're pushing our bikes and we start rolling through and we could see the old farmhouse off in the distance and we're going down we see this guy walking out towards us and we're like all right like let's just keep keep curl keep rolling down the road and he comes up and he's you know football field away or so and we see he's got a shotgun (laughs) hey boys we're like Oh no, this is not good. Like, what are you boys doing out here? We're like, we're just riding the bike trail. He goes, There's no bike trail here. We're like, but but <laughs> but and I'm like not trying to be a pain in the ass or anything. We're yeah. like, but there's the trail came right like we're on a path. Like like you don't want to argue with a guy who's holding a shotgun. So we're like, we're sorry. Like yeah. we're we're not from here. Like we don't know. So like after a bit of conversing back and forth with him he's just get out of here keep going you'll you'll get to the road and we're like, oh my god like, we didn't even look back we pedaled so hard out of there like just keep going did he walk Don't all the way back. up to you like face to face with you no he yeah, stayed pretty far away still not pretty far away 50 feet or so yeah close enough that we could talk loudly to each other but <laughs> right. we didn't, we didn't want to get any we were, <laughs> sure he was talking to us and we're kind of just still like walking walking on just like let's get out of here yeah, like, yeah this is not cool we're not we're not in uh our hometown anymore this doesn't happen where we're from yeah no. like usually new england if something's not supposed to be on it's posted everywhere yeah like, right no trespassing we just saw a trail through a fence and we're like we don't know we're we're taking it like we're not biking seven miles back up this mountain <laughs> <laughs> so he so he let you continue on across his land then he i mean he reluctantly let you with, like, yeah right. reluctantly let us continue I think you realized we're kind of just going to keep going that way. And uh, he, he probably saw we weren't threatening. <laughs> right, right. And we just, we were terrified and wanted to get the hell out of there. Right. 
but that was an adventure. It's the only time I've ever had a gun pointed at me on a bike. Yeah, that's that's pretty sketchy for sure. I mean, I imagine when you got back to uh, the the car, did you talk to the mechanic about your like? Thanks for not telling us about the the angry so farmer. Like, we, we we had this conversation. We actually brought it up a couple of years ago because we were talking about it. Just one time we met up for. He's like, you remember that time? I'm like, yeah. It's like. I bet the mechanic and that guy were neighbors or something. And he had like a beef and they were just trying to mess with them. Like, right. Like the one neighbor was like, Oh, this guy's mad. He keeps getting bikers through. Oh, I'm going to send these two kids down through him. He's going to really piss Joey off today. Like, <laughs> yeah. so like who knows? Like, yeah, I don't right. know. Or maybe the guy just put the fence up. I, yeah, who knows? We don't know. We're not from there, but right, right. <laughs> it, yeah. it was. It sticks with me. Yeah, the scenarios. But you, you, you uh, came out relatively unscathed, besides some shaken nerves and uh, shaken nerves, some <laughs> some uh, thorns in the tires. Right, right. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a great trail. I'd love to go back and see what that's like today, because I'm sure it's built up and is some crazy awesome enduro trail. Right. Or Do you remember what town it was? I don't. I want to say it's somewhere down by Durango. Just okay. thinking on the path that we took. Yeah, yeah. But some somewhere out there. Yeah. So yeah, somewhere down in that vicinity. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun to think about going back and like trying to find the place you were at when something like that happened, and just seeing if it's how different it is, or if your memory, you know, serves you, you know, well on 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 the details. And it is. It is because I actually just went back out to Colorado this summer, and I was driving through some towns I'd visited ten or so years ago and just the amount that they've changed in the last 10 years it blew my mind like yeah. it was it was crazy but that it's was happening fun. everywhere <laughs> yeah it is it is so i remember my first time driving out there on i-70 going out to the mountains and it was like no traffic at all and all this and then we were driving out and it was like traffic like i've never seen like la style traffic i'm like whoa this has changed a lot like, <laughs> yeah yeah but it's, I, I still I still welcome the uh, the adventure of being on the road. It's a, it's a lot of fun just to get out there and see the country, and especially if you have a bike that you can uh, take off and uh, explore even deeper into the country. Right? It is. It's fun. It's and even if you don't, there's so many great options to rent a bike now. Like I yeah. was just out there for a wedding, and we're out there for a short three day trip, and I was like, well, I can't come to Colorado and not ride a bike. Sure. So I found a local, a great local bike company that rented bikes right in town, and there were some awesome trails nearby, and they actually like. The way they set it up, they pick out the trail you want to ride, and they meet you at the trailhead with your full suspension bike, a backpack, a water bottle, oh, right some on. snacks, and then they go, well, how long do you think you're going to be? And I was like, well, I got to get back to the wedding at this time. And they're like, all right, cool. We'll be back here at 10 o'clock. We'll pick up the bike and Away you go. go. So I'm like, this is great. Like, Wow, that's a pretty awesome service. And, you know, local knowledge. So they're like, well, what do you like to ride? And all right, we'll recommend this <laughs> they trail They didn't send for you, you across some farm farmer's land. Yeah, no, they, they, these people were, were awesome. They were like, all right, you want to ride this trail. This what time was that in? This was in Lakewood, Colorado. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I'll go give this company a shout out, Rocky Mountain Biking. Right on. Cool. So if you're in Lakewood, Colorado, check them out. If you want to run a bike, they're super knowledgeable and helpful. That's really great. That's good to know for sure. I, I, I mean, it's always good to have sort of a, anybody's input or, or on resources whenever you're traveling because you, who knows? I might be out there sometimes like, oh my God, I'm you know 20 miles from this place that I heard about and you know I was recording an episode with Travis. So, you know. It's, yeah. And it was just so cool. Like, they, like I told them my schedule. And I was like, well, I want to get a ride in, but I only have this much time. And normally they do their thing, their rides, like we'll drop a bike off at nine, but they're like, well, we know you want to do this trail. So I'll meet you at seven, even though I'm like, great. That's awesome. You are the best. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Five stars. (laughs) Oh, definitely. (laughs) That's really great. So, um, you moved back. 
to New England eventually, obviously. Yeah. Um, now, uh, how has your riding changed? Because obviously, you said you got a new full suspension bike. <laughs> have Have you? Has that? Uh, how's that changed your riding? It, it's It's probably to a whole new level. It's It's a world of difference now. From where I was two years ago to today, it's It's a huge. I can't even compare the two. It's night and day. Yeah. I went from riding super easy green trails to yesterday's at Sugarloaf riding black diamond the enduro, the enduro stud, trails the enduro yeah. trails and I'm not gonna say I was riding them good or fast but I <laughs> rode it and rode it without a dab or anything so that's that's, that's something yeah, it is something and you're here to talk about it so it's really I, great. I'm hurting today but I'm here talking about it yeah right right that's right um did you do a lot of research on uh, what, what bike did you end up getting so I bought a canyon spectral yep um super fun i'm loving it it's it's great um luckily i have a one of my best friends is super into mountain biking so i was sending him things the last two years what do you think of this bike what do you think of these components what do you think of this i think he got sick of it <laughs> but he was like, always like no you don't want that bike all right look for this look for that like demo this bike borrow this bike do this and super super helpful and riding too like he's taking me out on rides and just the best person i could learn from so he'll take me out on stuff that's above my pay grade. Right. But like he, we ski together and stuff. So he knows my capabilities and he's like, I know it'll translate, but I'm going to show you how to ride it. I'll walk you through it. I'll give you the tips. And if you don't want to, if you want to walk it, no big deal. That's the best kind of no pressure. Yeah. But, but he encourages, he's like, I know you can do it. Right. You just need to get over the mental block. So like, it's been awesome riding with him. He's really helped me out. And we rode in North Conway on Friday and he's, he was like, all right, you, you've improved the world like in the last year. And I'm like, cool. It's awesome to hear time, you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Time in the saddle always helps with everything. <laughs> I saw something funny the other day where it was, uh, I can't remember what it was, some, some Instagram post or whatever. And the guy was like, you know, riding every day. And it, and it shows him like riding and going down this like rock drop kind of thing. And it's like riding, the same trail when you haven't been on your bike in two weeks and he's like walking down the trail, you know, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's how it is. Yeah. It's been fun though. The progression has been fun. It's my kids really, I, it's actually, it's been like a perfect storm of everything that got me back into biking. It's my kids were growing up. They were getting into it. I moved to Maine, great trails being built around my area. Mount Abram started up. So like they started with super beginner trails building there. So like, I was at that perfect point of everything coming together where I was like, this is happening. I'm just on a bike now. And that's right. So Mount Abram's cool. awesome. I mean, what they're doing over there has just been so great. I mean, I love that place, the vibe there and the trails, everything about it. The vibe is super awesome. It's, you know, inviting for everyone at any level. Mm -hmm. It's been great for me. Like I said, I started getting back into it and I started on the easy trails and as they've been building progressively harder trails, it's been like, on the same pace as my <laughs> right. progression. It's like they're almost doing it for you specifically. Yeah, like it feels like it. I'm like, hey, you built me a new trail today. Awesome. <laughs> like that's, I needed a new one like that. That's cool. Nice. So how old are your kids? My kids now are 10 and 8. Okay. And have you been, so you ride bikes with them? Yeah, I've been riding bikes with them. We've been learning and progressing together and it's it's been so much fun. I, I can't express how fun it is and terrifying it is watching them <laughs> gonna learn say, there's gotta be a, a line there for sure yeah it's it's cool it's you know just any any of these outdoor sports where you're pushing yourself it's it's that fun line where you need to push yourself to get better and the kids want to get better they have no fear they don't care so they're pushing it 
and you're trying to rein them in, but like, you know, you're going to crash when you're, when you're learning. Yeah, yeah. So as a parent, it's, it's awesome watching your kids learn and grow and like push themselves. And then it just kills you when you're riding down the trail and you see them just eat it. And you're like, Oh, oh my God, <laughs> this is a day ender. We're going to the hospital. Like, yeah, right. This is going to be so bad. And you get up and they're spitting rocks out of their mouth and you're like, are you okay? They're like, yeah. You want to keep going? Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, wow. This is great. <laughs> Bendy little kids, right? It's just like. like that would have ruined me. Yeah, totally. I'd be out of commission for weeks, right? Or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. been so fun watching That's them cool. grow. And yeah. just, we've been buying more and more expensive bikes. It's like, it was, they, I got them some awesome bikes last winter for Christmas. and Cool. I was yeah, gonna, I was, cool. Talk a little bit about that. I'm curious. Like, you know, obviously I asked about like, you know, your first memories of getting that bike that, you know, you were kind of tricked into picking out yourself or whatever. But, um, what was the experience? Was, did you get a, almost as much joy or more joy out of buying your kids bikes, you know, maybe as, as I, getting one yourself? Yeah, probably. I think I get just as, I, I might get more excited than they get out of it. Honestly, like, right. cause I put so much research into it and they're like, cool, a bike. Like, right, right. Like, they love it. They're super excited. But I'm like, check out this bike. Oh, it's got this on it. Ah, oh, check it out. It's got this type of brake. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, it's brake. It'll stop me. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. They're, 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 they're all about the fundamentals. They, they just want to have fun. Like, they I just want to I can out. ride it. It's a bike. I get yeah. it, right? Like, all right, Dad. Like, cool. Let's go ride. Like, <laughs> That's great. Are they getting in? Are they into more of the gravity type of stuff too, like the Mon Abram stuff, or are they? So it's funny. It kind of switches. My oldest son last year he was into like more technical cross country style trails, yeah. but then this year something it just clicked for him. Like something clicked on the gravity downhill style trails, and like I don't know if it's just his age, just he grew into his body or whatnot, but like his confidence went from like twenty to three hundred percent this year. So he's been pushing it, just like charging really hard. And my youngest son was always just full out, full speed all the time. And now my oldest son's flying past us. And my, my youngest, he's like, Whoa, like what happened? Like, this is crazy. Oh, you're so fast now. Like this is, this is wild. That's cool. They they like everything. They'll, well, they kind of hate it when I bring them on you know, the hike a bike things, but right, right. then they go down and they're like, that was so much fun. Like, let's do it again. It's a life and, lesson. You got to earn it sometimes. Yes, you, know? you got to, it's, <laughs> it's all part of it. Do you it. see, do you see, uh, I mean, do they, do you give them uh, pointers? Do you, do you like, you know, try to teach them how to corner better or give them thought or do you just let them just intuitively learn to ride for the most part? A little bit of both. I'm, I'm still new enough where I'm not going right. to give pointers out where I don't necessarily know that I'm giving the best pointers. <laughs> right, right. You don't want to be that guy on YouTube that's giving bad advice. <laughs> so like, I'll give them pointers on things that I know about, but they're both kind of naturally athletic anyway. So like they pick all, any sport they do, they pick up super quick. Right so on. like, and they're kids. Kids just pick these things up so so easy. It's so frustrating to watch, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is sometimes. Like it's unreal. It's like they're those little scooter things, like they blow my mind on those scooters. I grew up skateboarding and I can still skateboard fairly well. And they're like, Dad, try this scooter. And I tried dropping in on the quarter pipe and I was terrified. And like, like a razor scooter type of thing. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like those style of scooters. Yeah. And I'm I'm ter- I can do it on a skateboard, no problem. But I'm like no, like I'm not doing it. They're like, come on, dad, you can do it. Like, and they're pushing me and bullying me into it. I'm like, all right, fine. But like, it just, it's unreal how good kids are on some of these things. Yeah. Like, 
Well, it's like that whole, uh, you know, they don't have the fear necessarily, and it's just they they're, they're they are lower to the ground, and they yeah. wait, you know, those, they've got some benefits to it. They don't sure. have to go to work the next day, with <laughs> yeah, right. broken bones, and... right? They don't have that nagging thing of like, well, I can't, I can't hurt myself. They don't have any negative manifestations happening. It's all just positive. Have fun and go with it, right? Yeah, just go full speed ahead. Yeah, right on. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so with the uh, with the kids and the family and riding bikes and things like that, um, do you have any places like on a bucket list of places you want to go ride bikes, but either by yourself or with the fa- with the kids or anything? Everywhere, yeah, <laughs> everything's a bucket list. Anything yeah, new? I, I love traveling. It's one of the things I like about biking is just exploring new places, just kind of picking something out on trail parks. Going, oh, I haven't ridden there before. Let's let's go to this spot in Vermont or let's go here in Maine and oh, let's ride these trails in New Hampshire and. It's good. I love exploring. It's yeah. one of the things I love. It takes you to so many different places, but I'd love to go down to Arkansas, check out that Bentonville area. Sure, it's, yeah. it's supposed to be just incredible. I've traveled through Arkansas and done climbing in Arkansas, but never biked there. So I'd like to do that. And I want to go to Moab and PC and all the places. I just want to go everywhere. Yeah, right, <laughs> like right. why, why not? It's, yeah, life's, yeah. life's better when you're exploring and traveling. Do you generally um, tend to the traveling part of it, but do you tend to stick with trails that you know and just ride them regularly or do you love to, would you prefer to always just try to find something new and different? Uh, during the week I'll stick, I try and get out at least once or twice a week. Then those days I'll do, you know, local trails, yeah, proximity, stick to something of, within yeah. the hour yep. of my house yep. or work. I kind of just, I'll bring my bike to work and just leave from there. But on the weekends I try to, I, I like to go somewhere new or somewhere, revisit somewhere I haven't been for a while and be like, oh, I couldn't ride that trail last year. Let's try it this year and cool. see how I've progressed. And Do you do most of these, uh, when you ride, do you go places by yourself primarily when you go off on these uh, adventure, adventures or do you have a crew that you usually go with? Or? A lot of times it's by myself. Yeah. That was kind of one of the other reasons why I got into biking as opposed to, I used to rock climb a lot and that just takes up so much time getting gear ready. You need a partner ready that can take a whole day off to you and right biking i can just get out of work and go for an hour by myself so it's great that way yeah so i'll Much do more that spontaneous <clears throat> yeah i can yeah. just get out and get out and go yeah but on the weekends i'll go out with friends and you have that one buddy you said that uh, was giving you all the advice in the bikes is he one of your regular crew um I wish he was more regular yeah. just because he's so much fun to bike with and i can learn so much from him but he's about three hours from where I oh, live. Oh, okay, right. So we, like Friday, we met up in Conway, and that's kind of in between our houses. It's like an hour and a half from each of us. Yep, yep. That's good. Yeah, we have a, we have a sort of a small crew of people we get together with and try to ride with whenever we can. But it's usually, yeah, it's usually, th- thankfully, my wife loves to ride mountain bikes too. So, I mean, I always always have uh, someone to ride with pretty much so it's 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 a lot of fun in that regard so yeah and yeah. i have the kids i'll tow them out yeah so. right right it's, it's fun i mean it's just the shared joy oftentimes is better unless it's one of those days like you're saying like you're having a bad day i prefer if i'm having a bad day and i'm gonna go for a ride to make it a good or great day i like to do it by myself just because then i can be in my own head i can process through whatever it is and uh yeah. you know come out the other side much happier so <laughs> yeah and I, I like riding both styles i like riding with friends just the social aspect of it. It's fun when you get to the bottom of the trail, you're both hooping and hollering, going down, you get down, you fist bump, you're like, oh, that was rad, let's do it again. But then I like being by myself, just the quiet, you can go at your own pace. And I like to uh, find a section that like gave me some trouble and I'll hike it and 
run that section 10 times until I can, you know, ride it to where I feel I'm riding my best capabilities through it. And sometimes your friends don't want to wait. Yeah, you right. Do that you ten times. One little thing, right? Yeah. So it's cool. I'll, I'll do that during the week, and I'll go. All right, this part gave me trouble last time. I'm gonna go work this part for an hour, and yeah, yeah, keep going. Do you uh, have any interest in doing other things besides uh, mountain biking, like uh, gravel biking or any bike packing type of thing? Bike packing seems pretty cool. It's, I'd like to, yeah. but I, I really like the downhill style. I like the the adrenaline. I like going fast. Yes. It's, I think it it brings me back to skiing and snowboarding. Uh, it gives me that same feeling. So that's that's my biggest passion is snowboarding and right. Biking has been the next best option. Okay, cool. It's it's funny though. It's kind of grown into almost an equal passion. Uh, this this year, as we're creeping up in fall, I can feel the cold air coming in. Where normally I'm like, all right, let's get my ski stuff ready. Right. We're getting ready to go, and I'm like. I want to ride my bike a lot longer. I'm not ready yet. So it's, it's getting tough right now. Any, any consideration of, uh, adding a, a fat bike to your quiver? Not at this riding. point in time. Yeah, just, yeah. just cause skiing it's. Yeah. That's your jam. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I do in the winter. That's half the reason why I moved to Maine is just so I could be closer to skiing and snowboarding. But. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, this will be the, uh, I'm, I'm in the market right now getting a, fat bike my wife just got uh one and so we'll be there's a lot of those days when we're up at sugarloaf where it's either on wind hold or it's just a little too icy or i'm a fair weather snowboarder generally yeah. so if it's too icy i'm like uh eh, or flat light my i just don't have a great time so i'm rather than just sitting around the house or you know sitting at the bar waiting for katie to finish snowboarding i figured hey i'm gonna get out in the woods and ride my bike so this this winter i'm gonna give it a go and see uh see if i take to it so and who knows maybe if i got on one i'd be like Oh, I need to do this more because yeah. same thing with mountain biking these days. I always knew about it. I always knew that it'd be fun because I've done it here and there. But then I got on. And I'm like, whoa, this changes my life. So who yeah. knows? Maybe someone takes me on a fat bike on some winter trip. Who knows? Maybe I'll get into it. Yeah, right on. If, if there was anybody out there, um, a ce- you know, celebrity or alive or dead or anybody in history, is there anybody that you'd love to go on a bike ride with? Wow. <laughs> I mean, there's so many people. It's, I don't even know. It's yeah. some, some of the pros, they just blow me away. I'd love to ride with any of these pros out there. Just, just to see them in real life, just how they perform. It's watching them on video. It, it's cool seeing it. But when you see these guys and ladies ride in real life, it's, it's mind blowing. Right. So yeah. any, any pro rider, I'd love to just tag along with and just suck up any knowledge i can off them right totally yeah i can see that for sure that's cool i mean i i don't really necessarily have a uh uh, anybody i would particularly want to go riding bikes with that i can think of but you know i think it'd be fun to go riding with somebody way back in the day like thomas edison was doing biking movies in the late 1800s so it's uh, or film i should say not movies but you know it'd be kind of interesting you know that that would be cool i went for a bike ride with thomas edison or whomever you know yeah right like who einstein say that? <laughs> it's like you know <laughs> that'd be a whole whole different experience i'm sure right right i mean i guess yeah whether i be doing it for the fun or just the like you know wow i'm riding my bike with einstein it'd be kind of cool yeah know. right <laughs> <laughs> silly question i guess but uh, who knows um so do you think that you'll i mean you took some time off from bikes for a while do you think you'll ever uh not ride bikes again take time away you pers- now yeah i it's it's with me now it's it's here. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got the addiction. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see, 
everything about it is just so much fun. Just it's great. The social aspect of it, the community, it's the exercise. Yeah. Being outside, exploring. I, I don't know what I did without it before. Like, isn't it funny? It's changed my life completely. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, interviewed somebody. It was just a quick little. I did this sort of pilot for the bike shorts thing. And uh, one of the people I interviewed, she's 29 years old, and she just learned to ride a bike last year. Had never even swung her leg over a bike until last year. And she says, now I can never imagine never riding, you know, not riding a bike ever. You know, so 28 years of your, you know, your oh, yeah. formative years. And but uh, that's, that's just says it right there. Yeah. It's just so much fun. It's, it is. just brings you back to being a kid again. And yeah. just the freedom. And yeah, it's unreal. The bikes are great. Yeah, well, everyone go ride a bike. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably a, a good. It's a good message to end on. I feel like it's a good spot to uh, to call it for this episode. If you're feeling good about it all, I feel great. Awesome, cool. Well, bef- before uh, I let you go, I really appreciate your time. But before I let you go, um, does anybody want to say hi out there too, or anything you want to plug? Any organizations or businesses or anything like that? I'll say hi to my wife and kids, Alicia and Ollie and Max. How you doing? Right on. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> Other than that, you can follow me on Instagram, BearclothDustin, BearCloth underscore Dustin. Um, I have a project I might be releasing very soon, so follow there and you might see that up soon. Right on. Cool. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's fun. I, you know, I follow along and I see a lot of your, you do a lot of uh, point of view uh, video too on all these trails that I've never been to. So that's always fun to watch and sort of get inspired about trying out some new places. So cool. Yeah. 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 I'm glad someone watches them. I kind of put <laughs> it out there just as a thing for me, but if people enjoy it, keep watching them and that's cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, uh, again, thanks for uh, making the trip down here today to the, uh, the home studio here in Scarborough. Appreciate your time. Um, anybody out there, if you have some, uh, stories you want to share about, uh, riding bikes, uh, I'd love to hear from you. And, and like I said, too, I'm starting this new thing where bike shorts. So if you have just one little story you want to share, we can do that too. So you can find me at iridabike.com and follow along on, uh, social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram at iridabike. And, uh, until next time, ride safe and ride happy. Cool. Awesome. Take me back To the times when we would grab our bikes And ride the days into the night Though our eyes would soon be open For the This has been a production of iRide LLC. For more information, please visit iRideABike.com. Theme song by Spencer Alby. Want to hear more? Enter at Spencer Alby on socials and streaming platforms.